We are live. Cool. So talk to me about these glasses. Is this a new look for you? So and I'm just like, just give my eyes a break, man. I've been rocking the contacts a lot and uh, just switching it up, dude. That's it. All right. Part, part, part out of just like, you know, I guess just wanting to switch it and part just out of sheer laziness. So it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I'm like, the glasses aren't, it's not bothering anybody right now. I'm with it. I dig it. Uh, let's share these things on our personal yeah. pages and uh, Definitely. bring this live. Let's do it. Talking. Very exciting for somebody who would tune in right now and see both of us with our heads down. That's it. Both of us just, you know, kind of texted like, yo, what kind of a podcast is this? Yeah. Um, so we're, we're we're sharing it on our personal pages, and we are boosting our follows. Yeah. And, uh, and man, but since since we are at a uh, a mitzvah based podcast, you know, I know we'll, we'll probably touch on it when we go, man. But man, I just I want to start talk about this camp thing that we we came up with, man. This has been such an awesome week so far, and uh, you know, here at Explosive Entertainment, if you guys are following us on social media or anything that we've been doing, uh, our crew is kind of. Uh, taking it upon ourselves to start our own summer camp um you know obviously when we heard that you know the summer wasn't going to go off as planned in our area being that we're obviously a you know a hot spot for the pandemic stuff going on we kind of took a little bit of action and started our own dj clinic and our own dj camp so it kicked off this past week and uh started monday and both myself mike um you know we've been kind of back and forth with with students and uh i'm gonna throw it over to you in a second but i gotta say man my group of uh of kids that I have. I have, I have two kids that come to me on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's funny because one of the students is, you know, thir- just about going to be, you know, around the 13 year old uh, age range, that bar mitzvah age. And we're actually handling his bar mitzvah. And the other student that I have is like 15, going to be 16 years old. So it's cool to kind of see that dynamic and see how they both kind of interpret you know, beat matching and, and wanting to DJ on, on the similar level. And then just based on their age range, how they, you know, kind of gravitate towards certain aspects of beat matching and programming music, you know, differently. So it's been a really did, cool ride, man. It's been exciting. Did you, did you notice any difference in their abilities because their age? I mean, they both have zero DJ experience. So right. Like, what, did one pick it up sooner than the other? Or is it, you know, equal playing ground, even though they're a couple of years apart? So they are both pretty equal. Actually, my younger student, um, but my, my younger student um, who I have is actually a drummer, too. So okay. he's been he's been drumming a little bit. I think you said that, too, that your, my student is a drummer your guy too, plays yeah. percussion. So I'm finding that he's actually picking up the idea of matching the beats and counting and, and, you know, you know, obviously music that's ha- happening in, you know, four counts, eight counts, 16s, 32s, stuff like that. What's up, James? What's good? How are you? Thanks for checking in. Um, I hope, you know, that we would see, I was hoping to see like huge differences from the ages, you know, but they're like, they're pretty spot on. And having the, my younger student being a drummer is kind of keeping him up a little bit more with my older students. So like, it, right. it's cool they're, they're right along the same wavelength. So it's cool to kind of see them both kind of tackle it at the same, um, at the same point and, and they're going to kind of roll with it in the weeks to come. So I'm excited to see where they're at. It's, it's also pretty cool to see the, how technology, technologically advanced these kids are like, you know, here's a USB load up the music, build crates. And it's like, no problem. Even though they've never done it before. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. Agreed. So, and now you're now on the flip. You're you were doing your uh, your sessions out in, in PA in Pennsylvania. What was what was that like? Yeah. Well, and then tomorrow I have a virtual session with a kid from New Hampshire. So I, you know, I, I'm I'm traveling the uh, East Coast here. All over the grid. Um, it was very cool. Um, you know, he really started picking it up. Um, it's a unique thing to teach when you have no experience as a as a you know student mm -hmm. um you know we put together a syllabus as you know but like where do you start like you know do you start with here's the software or here's the hardware do you start with genres of music or let's just get into it and have fun mm -hmm. um and man we we found ourselves having a good time and we were laughing we were playing like you know i was like hey man this is going to sound silly but you and i are going to count to 64 we're going to do this together like let's go one two three and out loud we're counting and I was like, notice how that song changed at the 64th beat. Right. And then we listened to another song. I'm like, watch what happens at 32. And like, it was, um, it was really cool. It was really different. Absolutely. And I also like how, you know, both of these kids are, you know, the, these young men that, that we have can, are excited about it and they're pumped to learn and they're pumped to, I think, learn the entire art of where they can kind of take this craft, whether it be a hobby, whether it be a full-time profession. Um, whether it be something that we could even utilize as a brand, you know, who, who knows these kids might, you know, find their path with DJing or with entertaining or something they want to tackle. And, you know, a couple of years from now they're working for explosive, which is even better. So, uh, you know, I just like that we were able in a, a period of crunch time to come up with a, a, a cool concept, obviously nothing that's going to, you know, shake the, the entire industry as a, as a huge change or something that's going to bring us incredible you know amounts of revenue but it, it's something that is helping us sustain and it's helping us pivot well um and it's also showing i think our clients that we're creative that um you know we're not going to lay down and say no you know um we're going to keep trying to come up with some cool stuff for uh obviously the adolescents for kids for and even for the families to do um at their events this whole camp program can definitely be shrunk into an enhancement it, it could be something that you could add on to your event if you have a you know uh a son or a daughter that's into music and into maybe like basic production or playing an instrument, you know, creating their own mixes is, is, is a great enhancement that can, I, you know, help the day. I think what I want to do, Jordan, is pause you for a second. Let's do an official opening of this. Sure. And then pick back up there because you have a really good point that I think I'm going to piggyback on. Sure. In the, the, the new look of events. So bring it, man. If you know the episode number, let's roll with it. Here we are, episode 69. We yes, it is. That far so far. Uh, and yes, we have to say that number seriously, of course. Almost 70, um, almost 70 episodes deep, man. It's pretty cool. We've been we've been I, rocking I, and rolling with this. You know what? I, I want to look back, you know, which was the first one under the pandemic? We're now how many uh how many weeks into the pandemic? 4 months, so like 16 weeks. So, you know, uh do the math backwards. Uh we started this probably around episode 50 just before right. the pandemic. Um and yeah, and, and, and at that point, we were hardly touching the video aspect of it. And now we're, you know, recording these live online. Yeah, uh, we're full into in it. Time too. Uh, so yeah, it's episode 69. And it is July 8th, just coming off of the holiday weekend, uh, that we're sitting here recording this virtually from uh, your home office. And I'm actually at the office today. Yes, I see that. I see that. Um, so, you know, uh, for those who were tuned in prior to our official you know, kickoff here. We're talking about this DJ summer camp that we are doing and uh, how cool it is to be training kids in the 
you know, art of DJing. Um, and today's podcast, I think you and I were talking about, you know, what should families be doing during the summertime to prepare themselves for yeah. bar about mitzvahs? Yeah, kind of like so what's I, what's next? What's the next big move? Uh, where do where do I go? I, I want to get there in just a moment, but the the transition piece here with the day camp, if events are going to look different, right? And you know, people are going to do backyard events. You know, I was just reading online, uh, New Jersey's now allowed six hundred and fifty guests together outdoors. Uh, but no dancing. Now, if somebody wants to do their party like now, so let's get creative. What can we do? And, and DJ Camp is just one of those cool stations, you know, right. that we could get people together. They could wear a face mask. They could hang in an area with you know, one or multiple of our, our DJs. And we could do a hands-on demonstration with these kids. So, you know, Jordan, I, I really think that people can embrace change and doing fun events absolutely and you know dancing is certainly a thing but you know like i'm, I'm not a dancer like I, if i could have a creative backyard party i would probably do that before having a dance party and i was i was gonna also add on to what you're saying is if you think about it you know we've been i don't want to say forced into a dancing realm but you know it's been a, a day and time for events where you know you go there you have a, a dj or a band and you know there's going to be music you're like oh there's going to be dancing it's just kind of a generalized term that was going around before this now you know because we're in such a unique time period you can get creative and i think the activities um you know your team building ideas so to speak stuff that would have worked in corporate is going to really you're going to see take a a big jump over into the private event world um you know just finding an excuse to tap into um a young man or a young lady's uh hobbies their likes a little bit more about what they're into and create, you know, games, activities, um, challenges, obstacles. Uh, you're, I think you're going to find that the private event world is going to take a swing into, I don't want to necessarily say, you know, hokey or, or cheesy games, so to speak, but you can get really creative and I think you can come up with some really cool stuff, um, especially now and even looking at like TV, they're doing new takes on, you know, Shows like Double Dare and like, you know, these uh, these Titan races and like all these shows that are out now, you know, you have all of this stuff that's uh, kind of did, been. Did you see the Floor is Lava show? Yeah, the Floor is Lava. What's that about? I'm like, oh, what does that mean? They're literally saying that the floor is lava. So, I mean, right. I, 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 I tuned into it like just the other day. I'm like, this is crazy. So you have these cool, uh, you know, Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres' Game of Games or whatever, you know, like you have all these cool shows that are embracing the gaming world. Um, I think it's a uh, a sleeper, so to speak. You know, when you when you play fantasy football, you have what's called sleepers. I think that the activities are going to be the sleepers for you know the upcoming seasons with events. Like, definitely lean on these. It's a great you, idea. You, you might only have fantasy football this year. Also. <laughs> That's right. You might. <laughs> that, that might be one of the only trends. You're very, very, very true. Um, so let, let's talk about summertime, and you know. Uh, either executing an event during the summer or planning an event during the summer, you know, two very different topics, but, right. um, you know, th it's no secret that right now there's a world of uncertainty and everybody mm -hmm. is, should I postpone? Should I do the event? You know, if I postpone, how long should I wait? Um, how's it going to impact my guest list? And, you know, I want to just say, if somebody's interested in not postponing, there are some great creative ways of doing the new events. And, and actually, just yesterday, one of our clients in the Pennsylvania area, he switched his venue. He was booked at a traditional venue and he moved it to a day camp. Right. Literally just went from, he went from Saturday to Sunday. He didn't push it 
months away. He pushed it one day later because the day camp was available on Sunday. And he's going to have, you know, a color war kind of fun outdoor party. And um, he was bright in that aspect of, hey, this day camp has plenty of space. It has a overhanging pavilion. Um, they do events. So, you right. know, he's not reinventing the wheel. And um, he, he and his family don't have to reschedule their lives around, you know, this COVID craziness. I love that. And you know what other thing is too, Mike? I think that, you know, clients, guys, if you're watching and, you know, if you have friends or anybody that's planning an event, I think you just got to like kind of be prepared that you, there are going to be adjustments. You are going to have rules and regulations that you need to follow. Um, I think although it, it's, you know, it's out of our control, obviously, at this point, but I feel that some people are still trying to plan their events thinking that, oh, you know, hall just maybe let me do it or you know maybe i'll be able to you know talk my way into doing you know something else just to make it a little bit more lively and and you know we all want that to happen but i think that if you're going to commit to doing these outdoor events or actually going through with throwing your event as you would um you know before pre-pandemic i think you should just have the know and the wherewithal that you are going to have to make adjustments it's not going to be the same thing right and and embrace it because you know, yeah. uh, one, one of my favorite weddings that I've ever did was was back in Vermont in September two years ago. And it was a wedding underneath a tent. And that was with I, you, and, you and Mike P. Yep. And cocktail hour had cornhole and bago and, and uh, um, what's the Frisbee game? Can, can Jam. Can Jam, yeah. And it wasn't the most formal. It wasn't the most stuffy. It wasn't the most elegant. But it was one of the most memorable events I've ever done. Um, yes, did dance, but you know it, that wasn't. I bet if you look back and say, you know, what's a, your favorite thing from that event? Dancing wasn't it, but it was so real. Like, right? You know, and, and and you know they had the unique ability because the bride's family had a house on the mountains in Vermont. But you know, think out of the box, and and yeah, you know, there's some fantastic outdoor venues and parks and. You know, New Jersey is known for that. <coughs> Pennsylvania as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, embrace it. And plenty of people around here have ridiculously incredible yards. Um, now it's time to you know, pivot your plan as well. And, right. You know, I, I don't want to say take the business from the banquet halls because, you know, they need it as much as we need it. And, you know, but, you know, maybe you can include them. Maybe there's a way that they could do the catering at your home or, you know, um, I, I love what Jody Harris said last week, you know, about having the sequel. I mean, have something now and then have a sequel party next year when, when you can. Right. Right. That's awesome. And, and another thing, too, is that when you're doing these events or you have committed to doing your event the way that you were going to try to do it at a hall at home, I think that you have to also think about the little things. Um, you know, uh, I just recently have, have been back and forth with one of our clients, Mike, as you know, they uh, – you know, we're slated to have it at, at a very popular um, event space by us uh, um, called, the, obviously, the Grand Marquis, which is a great spot here. Um, and they still want to carry on their event. It's supposed to happen early September, so like in over the next couple of months. Um, and they're going to roll with it at their house now. But now I've got them thinking about things like where's everybody going to go to the bathroom? Um, you know, uh, how are we going to, you know, hand, obviously we're going to, you know, Grand Marquis is still going to hopefully be catering the 
the event, but where are they going to cook out of? Are they going to be cooking out of the garage and be able to use the kitchen? Um, you know, like how are they going to prep all this food for everybody? So I think in addition to, hey, what's everybody going to do? Obviously, since we can't be dancing, what are the activities going to look like? But also think about the hustle and bustle that's going to go on at, at your house with like, you know, if you do are able to have, you know, let's say 75 guests, let's say you're able to have 100 guests because you have a big property, where are they, are they using your personal bathroom? Or are you going to have, you know, somebody set up something on like the driveway? You right. know, we've got we've gone over this, uh, you know, a million and one times. And I think that clients sometimes get the um, misconception that they're like, Oh, I'm going to do it at the house. So it won't be as intense. Whereas sometimes it could be the opposite. Throwing it at your home can get more intense. Um, and, and, you know, you might see yourself paying for things that you wouldn't have had to pay for doing it at a venue. So just, just to, you know, kind of so, take a little bit of caution with that. So, so more intense might also translate to more expensive. Um, it, it could. But it doesn't have to. Um, right. that, that, I think that's a piece that I want to share is it doesn't have to. And going back to that party in Vermont and, yeah. you know, we, we've spoken about, you know, James's 41st birthday party. These are some of the most memorable events we've ever done because of how unique they were. And, you know, uh, we appreciate all the traditional venues and, and, you know, the fact that we're at them religiously. But sometimes the ones that, you know, think out of the box are more memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that, that, that's a big piece of the pie there. Um, so I want to talk about, you know, what should people be thinking about, you know, this time of the year? Right. And, you know, I could probably rattle off a laundry list of things that people could be doing, but... You know, start right now with a guest list, and and, and you probably need an A and a B guest list. Uh, I mean, that was even a thing before COVID, anyway. So it's not, it's not that foreign of a concept. But True. You know, your your A list is these are the people absolutely one hundred percent you have to have at the party. Right. And your B your B list is you know if I have to cut it down for budgetary reasons or you know sanitary reasons or you know maybe I'm just booking a smaller venue that can't accommodate. Your B list is totally a, an acceptable thing to do. So use summertime right now. You use your downtime to start that. Um, montage planning. Clients always say that's the most time-consuming thing. Go through your pictures now. Start making folders, your favorite photos of year one, two, three, four. Um, start whittling it down. You start thinking about what songs. It, those pictures aren't going to change. They're you know they're they're all in the past. So right. If you could. Take advantage of a rainy day. I sit in the house and do that. I mean, like, don't wait till last minute for these things. Um, and you and I were talking earlier uh, about attire. Um, yeah. I mean, now's the time to go out shopping. Go figure out what shoes you're going to wear, what what suit or dress you're going to wear. Um, realize that things might take longer than they would have in the past. So, right. You know, maybe your your regular tailor is not available, or you know, maybe a dress needs to be ordered and shipped in. Don't wait till last minute. You know, yes, like, especially with shipping. Anything shipping right now is, you know, it's at the fate of the gods of when, when it's going to get delivered. Right. So, right. So yeah, I, I mean that that that's true, right? Like, even though the party might be six months from now, get the dress now, get the shoes yeah. now. You know, um, and I think fitness is something that people absolutely now more than ever should be focusing on. You know, keep yourself active and healthy. You're going to be happier. You're going to be less susceptible to, you know, Corona. And and more than anything, you're going to look good and feel good for the party. Yep. Yep. These are all huge, 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 great, um, you know, little helpful hints for everybody to take down. I think that that's where it needs to be right now. Your mindset needs to be in a planning mentality. Um, And obviously, you know, 
again, you know, we spoke about it over the past couple of weeks, almost like a, a sense of reverse planning. Whereas, you know, you can't be in front of your vendors. We can't be face to face right now. But, you know, there are other things that you could obviously put into motion and uh, and make cool, whether it's your favor, what you want to give away, uh, you know, uh, outfits like you were talking about, things that we're going to, you know, dress as, uh, you know, what's what's the cool party favor prop going to be, you know, like maybe we want to do a photo booth, maybe we don't. Um, it's a great time to also check out your enhancements. Like, so tonight, you know, perfect opportunity. Um, and I don't know if he's on here or not, but, you know, we have, uh, you know, our, our guy Lee, who is head of the trio NRG, and, you know, they take the summer months to you know, play out and, and play at, you know, Jersey Shore bars. And this is a great opportunity for you guys to check out your live talent as well. If you were, you know, in a position where you might be, you know, maybe it's not just a DJ. Maybe you're going to have, you know, a trio, a jazz trio for cocktail hour, or, you know, you wanted, uh, you know, uh, some live musicians to accompany the DJ music during the event. This is a great opportunity if those people that you like or that you heard were kind of good or, you know, oh, I heard about this group. Look them up, you know, get on their social media. I, I bet you nine nine groups out of 10 are trying their best to play out right now at some sort of Jersey, you know, short, uh, you know, bar or tavern or restaurant that has outdoor dining and you can go check them out for free and see if that's the right cup of tea for your event. In reality, Jordan, I think right now is the time to be finding vendors as a whole. Yes, um, yes. You know, uh, entertainment, extras, enhancements, but vendors as a whole, like, decorators should have been so busy in the last couple months but they're home now you know um all of us i mean we should be swamped with graduation parties but you know we're not so uh, if if the phone rang right now i have hours to spend on the phone with the client although you know may not be a face-to-face appointment i could zoom i could you know do some other you know uh video calls you know facetimes i have the time to answer questions not in a rush situation and you know we've said it before not that not that we're desperate but you know what new business right now is very welcome so right we we would probably you know be more flexible right now um you know uh, so many clients are rescheduling new clients need to get in and get on the calendar before the calendar gets full agreed and and the other thing too that um for any clients that are listening for a company like us, and, and you know, take this into consideration when you're booking any sort of multi-op company, that you know we have a whole other, uh, you know, other departments of different styles of events. So you know, just because mitzvahs might be like on hold a little bit because it's a little bit bigger of an event, you know, we have other clients that are calling in about you know weddings and sweet sixteens, and so if you are again, if you're looking to get that date on, you know, on the book somehow. Definitely call, talk about at least talk about it with your professionals. Let them know. Be like, hey, we're kind of looking around this time of year. Do you guys have availability? What are you seeing? Because they'll at least be able to point you in the right direction and let you know that, hey, you know, like Mike, let's talk about it. Like we have people calling for May. Like our weekends in May normally are blackout. And now with this, I mean, May is going to be stupid. Right. Really? You know, so uh, like right there, we just know certain months are going to be way, way heavier than than anything we've ever seen. So if you are planning, like obviously just get the, you know, get the jump on it and definitely, uh, you know, uh, jump into it early if you can. Uh, and, and, you know, let's also say that we understand the uncertainty. You know, you're going to book a date and you yourself may say, I hope I can have the event. We're, we're saying the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. we, know we, we know that there's a possibility that you're booking a date and we have to reschedule. Um, but, you know, we would hope that you would get on the calendar sooner than later, get the MC of your choice, get the date of your choice, um, and, and start the planning process, so, you know. The, the worst thing that could happen is if everybody waits the last minute, all of a sudden we're allowed to, you know, go back to quote unquote normal. Right. And, you know, now the, 
everyone's scurrying. I mean, I dread the concept of, you know, being up till four in the morning, you know, working on last minute montages and putting together song lists and prepping. Like, I'd rather prep now. I'd rather get the montages done now. I'd rather, you know, not that I want to get it out of the way, but, you know, I'd rather save the time for the more pressing, you know, uh, responsibilities. Right. And, and also, too, um, you know, for any of our clients as well, don't ever be afraid to ask questions or to, you know, talk about things with your professionals. I had, and it came from a bride, um, but I had uh, a couple that I've, I've been working with, um, you know, since last week. They we were back and forth. And the bride did such a great thing. She literally put everything in writing of what she was looking for, you know, how she was looking for us to maybe kind of approach her situation um, back to her. If you're, if you do your homework, your clients will tell you exactly what they need and what they want. So, and, and you know, I think as professionals, if you're listening, definitely, you know, do your best to listen to your clients as best as possible. But also for clients that are booking, don't be afraid to ask, you know, I had her ask me if we had, um, if we were going to work with her, if we had payment plans that are in place, if we could like maybe, maybe take some stuff in certain payments, um, as far as like her deposit. Cause you know, normally we take, you know, certain, a certain amount of money for our deposits and with the state of the world being what it is, people's financial situations are different. So we'll obviously work with that, you know, but don't let that deter you from booking your dream entertainment or your dream photographer because you're like, oh, well, normally they take a $1,000 deposit. I don't have that right now. You know, ask them. And I'm sure, you know, they would all be willing to work with you as best as possible, just like we are, you know. So right now, there is no real way of doing things. We're kind, It's kind of a client-to-client basis. So we're literally, I know for us, Mike, and, you know, not to speak on your behalf, but I know this is what we've been kind of tackling as a brand we're flipping it around to saying, you know, what is comfortable? What's the most comfortable situation for you guys? And us as a company, we're going to do our best to work within those parameters for you. So right, right. I think if, if clients know that it's, it, it is changing on a client to client basis, because you see war stories and you hear all these things about people, you know, saying that they need their money back and hearing from this person, they're not going to get it. And it shows up on social media and everybody's going crazy. Take a deep breath. Talk with your professionals. If they're anything like us, like Mike, myself, like our crew here at Explosive, they're going to do anything in their power to, to make this as, as amazing and as experienced as possible for you. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I told you earlier, I've spent the better part of yesterday talking to industry pros from across the country. Right. And, you know, we're following suit, if not leading the pack in regards to customer service and flexibility. I can't wait till we get to lead the, the pack on making some more money. Yes, performances. <laughs> let's lot. get let's get some performances back, man. So but. so let's talk about that. Let's you know you you were out uh, this past weekend yeah. doing doing a couple live appearances and um, you know how'd it feel, man? Well, like we talked about it on the QSC podcast, but we haven't really spoken about it in Mastering Mitzvah. So you know. Uh, so, you, you've been back doing some nightlife work or day day club. Work. Yeah, day stuff. So, you know, I, I'm, I perform out at a beach club that's down by the Jersey Shore um, that honestly has gone through uh, the press a little bit. They've been back and forth. They have obviously tried to open, you know, to get their summer uh, events off and running over the past couple of weeks. And, you know, it it was one of the spots that if you looked it up, you know, as, as long as people were social distancing as best as possible, we were trying to enforce it, you were able to go here and, and hang out. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it got really overrun with people and, and oversaturated to where the owners of the spot had to pull back this weekend for 4th of July that just happened. And they limited the entire uh, 
attendance to be only what they sold within private beach badges for their personal beach. So it went from where I played two weeks ago when there was a lot of people on the beach. We were doing our best to social distance. Um, obviously, people were excited, having a good time as they would be being locked in their house for three, four months. You know, everybody's trying to get out and have some fun um, with no ill will intended. You know, but it, it got a little hectic and got a little crazy. So this week we pulled it back and it was the exact opposite. So, you know, this past 4th of July weekend, it was wasn't empty, but it was definitely, um, you know, not as trafficked as it was the weeks before. Right. So so now what we're trying to do is take that stance to where where, you know, we're counting the number of people and taking a tally and making sure that people are spaced out properly. And, you know, um, it's important, you know, obviously being in a hotbed of, of, you know, people wanting to be in our area and be by us. And, you know, with this pandemic still being a real thing and active in everybody's life, you know, it's definitely the best, uh, the best safety precaution to take. It's, it, it sucks, you know? I mean, like you definitely wanna be out there and feel that energy and stuff. So it is great to be back and playing in front of actual humans, but, you know, it's not the same crowd as, as, as I'm used to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? So I, I did my first live appearance. Yeah, that's right. You were, you were out too. And, um, what was so amazing was the unified feeling in, in the space. And, you know, I'm going to put it out there. This is a venue that is, uh, known to have different diversities of, of audience, you know, and, it didn't matter if you're white, black, or Hispanic. This past Friday night while I was there, everybody just had fun. And right. they, they didn't care about the genre of music the way that they would have before. You know, before it would have been a little bit more heated. You know, um, you know you're, you're playing more towards this crowd or more towards that crowd. Or when are you going to play my style? And, man, it was just so cool to see everybody of every race, religion, just having fun and, and honestly i went into it, jordan not expecting people to dance i went in there with the mindset that i was playing happy hour music right and, and i did i played you know very like I, I did some tropical stuff i did some you know sing-along stuff but it didn't take very long i get people dancing a country and you know to me country was more like background you know but next thing i know i've got people dancing the country and they kept going with it and it, the vibe is just awesome, and you know, I hate to say it, but then thirty minutes into my set, it downpoured. You know, buckets and buckets of rain, lightning, thunder. It didn't stop them. That was the crazy. <laughs> like people just wanted to have fun. They want to be out, man. They just yeah. they're like, screw it, we're gonna go in. And yeah. and I, and your story is so spot on because even with me even playing out on the beach like i had normally people are coming up to me you know with their phone in my face and can you play this version of this song and you know when can i hear this and not that they're not appreciative of live music but like just that i think they want to hear what they want to hear like when they want to hear it but now that you know we haven't we've been restricted on on the fun they're just happy to be in it and they were like people are like hey thank you so much we're just so happy to have music and that was it you right. know, so and I've never had that before. It always comes with a but. Would you mind yeah. doing this or but? Can you shout this person out? And there was none of that, so it so was pretty I, cool. I think that was my favorite part of Friday night. I mean, I, I don't want to paint paint the picture of this packed place because it wasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a venue that back in the day would have had a thousand people there, and you know, we we slammed a, two thousand into there, and we and we shouldn't have had that. <laughs> yeah, maybe on a Friday night, maybe it was five hundred, but you know, this past Friday night, maybe it was a hundred people, maybe right. 30 or so of them were dancing. It wasn't 
you know, epic by any stretch, but the vibe was just awesome. Like everybody was just happy. And I mean, people dancing in the rain, like you would have thought they were crazy, but you know, they just wanted to get out. It was a, uh, it was a cool way to start off the, the 4th of July weekend. And, and you know what? I agree. And I think that's a great way to kind of end out the, the cast and kind of tie a bow on it, man, is with just being appreciative, Mike, for where we are right now. Like appreciative that, you know, all, all my personal bills are paid for the month. You know, like I got to play outside. We're, we're starting to get gigs back. You know, like I, we booked a wedding the other day. You're booking some stuff. We have these great kids that are coming into our, our camp class now. You know, the mitzvah stuff is starting to gain some traction. People are starting to dive back into their planning. So, you know, I'd like to say that hopefully, you know, we're, we're, we've turned the corner and, and we're starting that push back into some, some good, honest normalcy, you know. Um, right. Who knows? But you know, and, and, and embracing it. Yeah, you know, embracing. Yeah. It. You got to embrace that there is change. You know, there there is change. It has to be changed. Um, change never. Change doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, do you have anything uh, that that you're going on going on for you this weekend? Anything coming up? Or um, I have a virtual event for a rabbi who's retiring on Sunday. Um, so. I've spent a lot of time with this group putting together all the video content and um, we have a test run of it tonight. And come on, man, rabbinical send offs where on in what world would we have been doing this? So, I mean, like (laughs) that's a first, you know, we've never I don't think we've ever like sent a rabbi on his way before, you know, like virtually. So, you know. I actually think it's going to be really cool. I mean, it is cool. It's different. It's, I feel like it's going to make you better entertainers, both behind friends, the scenes and on it. Friends and family are going to be home at, at, in their own homes, but they're going to be in a live chat with you know all the other temple congregants. They're going to mm-hmm. be you know, eating their own food, drinking their own drink, but they're going to be celebrating. And it's very well done. I mean, there, there's a lot of video content. There's some uh, local celebrities, I'll call them, you know, who are going to be making appearances in this uh, video, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. Cool. So that's my Sunday and Saturday. I hope to be uh, continuing this tan of mine. Nice, dude. Nice. You've been doing very well with it. So, I mean, why why break a good thing? Right, right. So uh, episode 69 coming to a close. Uh, talking all things summer, planning, and, uh, you know, accepting of change. Keeping it moving forward, guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in. It's uh, Mike Langsner, Jordan Marshall of Explosive Entertainment. Big shout out to our boy Dylan Weissman, who's not with us this week. And if you didn't hear, his wife Z just had a beautiful baby girl. So uh, Mazel Tov, congratulations to our homie. And uh, yeah, man, welcome to Dad Life. You and Mike can now uh, talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Now you can share it all. So congratulations to Dylan. And uh, guys, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great week. Enjoy the weekend and see you later.